0: Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for today, the first day of the month of September. God has been so gracious. He's watched of us through all these months of the year 2023, and we are in the beginning of the ninth month. Amen. God has kept you. Beloved, God deserves the praise. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. Before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by the Oslo Gospel Choir titled, Your Love. God bless you. Jesus the amazing love of God surrounds us hallelujah there's no place the psalmist says in Psalm 139 that we can hide from his presence he knows us through and through even before we were made this morning beloved I bring you this word of encouragement and I've titled it know your worth amen know your worth the Lord ministered this word into my spirit To minister to you, beloved, that you must know your worth. The psalmist in Psalm 139 speaks clearly about knowing his worth. And it's such a beautiful psalm. He says, Lord, you have searched me you know me. You know when I sit down you know when I rise up. You understand even my thoughts from far off. You know my path. You know when I lie down. And you know all my ways. He says, Lord, there's not even one word in my mouth that you know it already. You are before me and you are behind me. Your hand is laid upon me. He says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's high, I can't even understand it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, there you are too. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost part of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will hold me up. Oh, beautiful. He says, surely... The darkness shall fall on me. Even the night shall be a light about me. Even the darkness falls upon me. He says, indeed, the darkness shall not hide you. The darkness cannot hide me from you. He said, because the light and the darkness are the same to you. Then comes to the good part. This is a part I want you to really get. He says, for you formed my inward paths. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and my soul knows that very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, and skillfully wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and your book they were all written. The days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious, O Lord, are your thoughts towards me! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, They are more in number than the sun. And when I'm awake, I'm still with you. Hallelujah. Beloved, this is one of the most beautiful psalms in all the 150 psalms that we have in the Bible. Indeed, it's an assuring psalm. It's a psalm that speaks to us for us to have this confidence within ourselves. The psalmist has no qualms about who he is. Or how he was made. Amen. He knows that he is fearfully and wonderfully made. He knows that the summation of the plans of God for him, he says there are many. He can't even count them. And he knows they are good plans. And, beloved, this is the, the, the words of a confident person, one who's confident in himself because he's confident in his God and who his God sees or has made him. Amen. Beloved, you know, in life, sometimes there's a tendency to forget who we are in the midst of life's issues because life has a way of putting a certain identity on you which may not really be who you are. You know, sometimes when you ask somebody, who are you? If you ask somebody, who are you? The, the, the probable answer they will give you will be made in reference to their occupation Someone will say, oh, I'm a nurse, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a teacher, I'm a driver. That is what you probably get. Some will also refer to their tribe or their nationality, but that is very few. Or sometimes some will just say their name. But have you really thought through this question? If I were to meet you and I asked you, who are you? What would you say? Well, you know, until you know who you are, People will tell you who you are and people will treat you the way they want to treat you. And so if you equate yourself also with your job, so you you ask who are you and you say, I'm an S. What if you lose your job? Maybe you have a lot of wealth and that's what makes you. What if you lose the wealth? Maybe you are in a certain position, you know, in life, maybe in a big job position or something. What if you lose that job or you retire? Maybe you are very athletic and you maybe hold championships. What if your career ends and that fame and that glory is no longer there? What happens when you lose what you think makes you? You see, beloved, that's why a lot of people get discouraged in life. Because life happens, as I always say, sometimes things change. Who you are today, you know, in the the sense of your job, your financial status, your occupation may not always be the same. And when that change comes, it may come, then people are left depressed and floundering because they lose their identity or so they think. But really, your identity is not who you have been taught to be, who people prefer you to be, or your job. That is not your true identity. A lot of people Think that is their identity and that's why people are discouraged disheartened in life or sometimes not just satisfied because they feel that until i become this i'm nobody and some people refer to themselves i'm nobody how can you say you are nobody <laughs> you are a person amen created in the image and in the likeness of god and sometimes people always also tell you who you are or make you You'll know, think the way you think. For example, in the word of God, blind Batmaeus, meaning blind son of Timaeus, lost his real identity because he was blind. His name, Blind Batmaeus, means the blind son of Timaeus. But surely that wasn't the name his parents gave him when they gave birth to him. You you give birth to a son, you call him my blind son. No, you give him a name. But I don't know whether he was born blind or he became blind along the way. But whichever way, that was how he was identified. That was his identity. And people put that on him. But I don't think he was born like that. He was born with that name. They gave him a new name. As people often give you a name, sometimes maybe you, you, you go through a hard time and they name you like that. Sometimes you, you are not able to do something and they'll name you like that. You know, people say, oh, do you know that man? Oh, that man, And so that useless man. Why? Why are they saying you are useless? Maybe you don't meet their standard, but that doesn't mean you are useless. I pray you hear me and you hear me well this morning, beloved, because your Father God is the one who really knows your true identity. And your Father God today would have me tell you that your identity is not in who you think you are because of the job you have or don't have. The money you have or you don't have, the family you have or you don't have, or you are not who people have identified you to be. You are more than that. They gave this young man a name, blind but miles. I believe his parents gave him a name, but when he was blind and he had to wear the blind man's cloak, which identified him as a blind man and became a beggar, his name was like a slayer. It was, it was a reproach, blind Bartimaeus. But one day his situation changed. The day he heard Jesus of Nazareth passing by and he ran and he was calling Jesus and Jesus had come. And he came and Bible says he threw off his cloak. And that cloak was his identity as a blind man and gave him like the license to beg. But he threw it off because he knew that he was not coming back blind. And I wonder why they called him afterwards because I don't think they can still call him blind Bartimaeus because he was no longer blind. And I pray today that whatever name-calling is upon you, whatever name of shame, whatever slay upon you is upon you, I pray that after today it may be taken off. If not by people, by you yourself, yourself, you know that that is not who you are. Mephibosheth also, the son of Jonathan, the son of King Saul of Israel, referred to himself as a dead dog. Mephibosheth was born whole, but in the palace school, while his nurse was running with him, his nanny was running with him, he fell and became crippled at the feet. So when his grandfather saw the king and Jonathan were killed in battle, they had to flee with this boy. And they took him to a place called Lodiba. Lodiba means a pastorless place, a poverty-stricken place. And they hid him in the house of a man called Amiel. And he was there till he grew and even had a son. So here was a prince, the prince of Israel, now in a place called Lodiba, living with people who were not even relatives. But one day the Bible says, and beloved, you know something? That one day will come for you. One day always comes when God comes through for you. One day David, the king, sat in his palace and he was comfortable and he was happy. Then he remembered his friend Jonathan. He remembered the good Jonathan had done him and said, Is there no one in the house of so that I may show kindness to. It was so that there was a servant called Ziba, a servant, a butler of Saul. They called him and said, Is there no one left? And he said, There's a young man called Mephibosheth. So where is he? He says, He's in Lodiba, but he's crippled. So go bring him. And Bible says in 2 Samuel chapter 9, from verse 7 to 8, and I read to you. When Mephibosheth came before David, David said to him, Do not be afraid, for I will certainly show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. And I will restore to you all the land of your grandfather Saul, and you shall always eat at my table. Again, Mephibosheth lay himself face down and said, What is your servant that you would be concerned for a dead dog like me? He had been crushed. His s- spirit was crushed. His soul was low. He th- called himself a dead dog. That was how low Mephibosheth had sunk. Because of the troubles of life, he felt that he was nothing. Where is a dead dog? Beloved, don't let life's pressure pull you down like this. Don't let life's pressures make you feel low and make you feel like you are nothing. You are not a dead dog. Hallelujah. You are the son and the daughter of the king. But this is how Mephibosheth felt. Because he was crippled, poor, forgotten in Lodiba. But that one day came where everything changed. And this morning, beloved, I speak that change to your life. That whatever has placed you in your own Lodiba, whatever has crippled you, whatever has made you feel low and made you poor, not only financially, but sometimes even emotionally, mentally poor, I pray that today, may this word of God bring a change to you. Mephibosheth called himself a dead dog. He had resigned to that position. But beloved, not so Jabez. Jabez was also another young man who was born and his mother named him Sorrow. And Bible says his mother called him Sorrow. I believe maybe she suffered a childbirth or maybe his father died a childbirth. But something happened. So he, she named him Sorrow. How can you call your child Sorrow? But Jabez carried this name until he grew up. Then he realized that, no, this name is not helping me. How can I be called Sorrow? So whenever anybody calls him, then people, you know, of course, wonder, what is this? And, beloved, if you are called sorrow, you can be sure you are not getting favor from anywhere. You can be sure people are not going to welcome you. You can be sure that you are not going to be anybody's favorite. Because Why should you be friends with somebody called sorrow? But the Bible says Jabez did not resign to this, like how Mephibosheth resigned and thought he was a dead dog. No. The Bible says he woke up one morning and he called on the Lord God of Israel. 1 Chronicles 4, 9-10, to he said, Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. That was his final stage. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh that thou bless me indeed, and enlarge my course, and that your hand will be with me, and you keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And the, way, the Lord granted him that which he requested. And that's how Jabez became more honorable than his brethren became richer, became more honorable. Why? Because he stood up and said, no, my name is not sorrow. This is the name my mother gave me, but I am not sorrow. I am a person of wisdom. I'm a person who has talents. I'm a person who has abilities. There's a better future for me. Jabez called upon God and he changed his story. Beloved, this morning I bring you this word of God. Fight against negative identity. Either your self-perception must change. And don't allow the perception of others about you to, to change you or to box you up. Amen. Don't live in false humility. Because sometimes when you believe in yourself and you, 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 uh, you, you are you are set who you are, people say you are proud. No. You must know who you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Not, don't walk in pride. But know who God has made you. Amen. Hallelujah. Know who you are. You are a child of God. You are made, created in the image and the likeness of God. And beloved, this man, I want to tell you from Isaiah chapter 43, God says that he is the one who formed you and he has redeemed you and he's called you by your name. He said you belong to him. You belong to God. Hallelujah. He said you are precious and you are honorable in his sight and he loves you. Hallelujah. Beloved, you are no mean person. Amen. And you you cannot be equated to a dog or any such thing. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God has good plans for you. You are a person who is created in the image and the likeness of God, who carries great destiny. That is you. And so, from today, beloved, let your perception about yourself change and know your worth, that you are valuable and you are honorable. Hallelujah. Let God's plan or God's mind for you speak to you rather than the minds of people or even your own mind or what situations have put upon you. What does God say about you? God says that you are precious in the sight. God says that you belong to him. God says that you are honorable and beloved. That is who you are. May the Lord bless you And may you rise up this morning from the place where you've been boxed or connected to and rise up to fulfill your purpose. And may your identity in God be that which is what is known and what is seen and what you feel. Live the God life. Live the life of the son or the daughter of the king. May God bless you and may his favor continue to rest upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, I pray over you, beloved. I pray that may every negative thing in your life that has colored your lenses concerning yourself, may it be removed. May whatever you've been through that has given you a false identity, may it also be removed. May any evil workings of witchcraft and sorcery that has placed you in a certain box be broken. And may your life come out to possess all that God has ordained you to have and to be. May the bless of God's goodness rest upon your life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved, if you have not received Christ, Jesus is the one who gives you that true identity, that you are a Christian, you are a child of God. Pray this prayer after me today. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive you all my sins. Come into my life, be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. Beloved, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a prince. You were a priest. You were a king. You are the son of God, a daughter of God. Beloved, you are you. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day. But Remember to share this good word with somebody, as many people as you can. God bless you. Lift somebody's soul up today. Hallelujah. Not in presumptuousness, but in the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. God bless you. Have a great day. Amen.